The sewers of San Francisco were abuzz with festive energy, for today was the great goblin pancake breakfast. Today marked the day that the ancient rivalry between fairies and goblins was to end. Blackfreeze and Norman picked their way carefully through the sewers, carrying the crown of goblin kind safely in a sack. Norman never thought he would end up in a sewer, let alone one inhabited by goblins. The smell, he decided, was not the worst part of the experience. How much further is the Goblin Kingdom, Blackfreeze? The entrance should be right around the corner. Be prepared. Goblins are not known for their cleanliness. These aren't like love goblins, right? No, nothing like those creatures. Damn you, Valentine! They're humanoid and a little bit taller than a gnome. I've never really met one. The negotiations were done through psychic messaging. But I have seen a picture of them in a book. So they're like us? No, Norman, listen to me carefully. I don't know much about their kind, but I know one thing for sure. Goblins are liars and cheats who love only one thing more than a syrupy pancake. Being a nuisance. Hence the phrase, as sticky-fingered as a goblin. Not all of them could be liars or cheats, and those sticky fingers could be from all the syrup. Not everyone is as kind-hearted as you are. You'd do well to keep your guard up, Norman. Ho there, travelers! From the shadows emerged a creature holding a small spear. Its face was round with dimples. Its wrinkles around its gentle eyes implied a lifetime of smiling, and its large bat-like ears tremored gleefully. Its armor and weapon were immaculate, with not a single spot of sewer sludge marring its mirror-like surface. Oh, I'm sorry. We're looking for the Goblin Kingdom. Then you are the diplomats we've expected. Lady Blackfreeze, your beauty is beyond what we have been told. Huh. All right. And you must be the famed Norman P. Blake. Famed? Oh my, that's so kind. What is your name, friend? I am Goblob, Keeper of the Gates, and the head of the Welcoming Committee, right this way. Get ready, Norman. Don't trust anything they tell you. And watch where you put your feet. You're likely to step in goblin muck. Are you sure? Goblob seems like a perfectly respectable... Whoa. A gap in the stone wall that Norman hadn't noticed before blossomed into an archway through which Norman saw the Goblin Kingdom. Rows of well-kept homes lined cobblestone boulevards. Soft jazz and a smell Norman could only describe as the color purple floated on the air. In the distance rose the gleaming towers of the Goblin Castle, festooned by banners depicting pancakes. Welcome to the Goblin Kingdom! The Occult Adventures of Norman! P. Blank. Step into the magical world hidden in plain sight where mystery and danger threaten from every corner. With the fairy princess, Lady Blackfreeze, mild-mannered lawyer Norman P. Blank helps the people of San Francisco through the power of breakfast. Tonight's episode... The Great Goblin Pancake Breakfast. 
The great hall of the Goblin Castle was full of goblins. Their dulcet voices echoed around the vaulted ceiling of the castle, like a symphony. The pancakes, surprisingly, were middling at best, but what they lacked in quality, they made up for in stackability. As servers passed trays of pancakes four or five feet high, Norman and Blackfreeze sat at a tall table at the head of the hall. Beside them sat various goblins who Norman gathered were dignitaries of some kind, including a richly dressed goblin in tasseled robes of blue and silver. This was the Goblin King, Stungle Grungle. The crown had been placed on a cushion and was behind a red velvet curtain on a raised pedestal in the center of the hall. So has your opinion changed on goblins, Blackfreeze? I must admit, I was wrong, Norman. Goblins seem to be very pleasant. They're very welcoming, even if the pancakes are fine. See, it's always best to expect the best of people. Hi, guys. Oh, hi, Trevor. What are you doing here? I'm a goblin. Blackfreeze, didn't you say you hadn't seen a goblin before and not to trust a goblin? Oh, wow. This Marion Berry syrup. <laughs> so good. Shut up, Norman. You're gonna come to band practice? Well... Stungle Grungle goes, and the hall quieted. My fellow goblins, today is a great day. Today, the great rift in fairy will be healed. Fairies and goblins will again be unified. Today, the crown of goblin kind will be returned to its rightful place. My head. Before we reveal the beautiful crown, I want to take a moment to thank our guests for their presences. Give a warm goblin welcome to Lady Blackfreeze and Mr. Norman P. Blank. <laughs> now, the moment we've all been waiting for. Reveal the crown. The crown, it's vanished. It's gone. Silence! Silence! Goblob, is the crown truly gone? Yes, my lord, but there is a note. Read it. It says, <clears throat> Goblins will never be equals to fairies. You are all liars and cheats. <gasps> That's not nice. That seems really bigoted. Truly, Goblin 1 and Goblin 2. Who would do such a terrible thing? I assure you, your highness, whomever did this will be found and brought to justice. The fairy court is genuine in its desire for peace. Uh, my lord, I regret saying this, but no, I cannot. Speak! Lady Blackfreeze, she did defame the goblin name. What? Do you have proof of this accusation? Yes, my lord. Bring forth the magic cat. A great iron box was dragged into the hall by 12 goblins, each gripping onto the chains. Looks of dread passed over each goblin's face as it was placed before the king. Release the creature. Let us know the truth. Stand back, everyone. <laughs> The cacophony within the hall ebbed to a trickle, and then died, as if the air had been sucked out of the room altogether. 
the eyes of every being in attendance were glued to the darkness within that box. Then suddenly, quicker than thought, a shadowy being bounded from its confines and landed noiselessly before the assembly. Before them all sat a black common household cat. It blinked its green eyes, and every goblin jumped. Ooh, it's so nice to be out of that icky, sticky box. <gasps> Ooh, do I smell yummy, yummy pancakes? It's so cute. Quiet, Norman. Don't say anything friendly. That is a magic hat. Once they decide you are their friend, they will never let you forget it. But they can turn invisible, making them excellent at gathering information discreetly. Combined with their many other gifts, like a natural affinity for flower arrangement, they are powerful and dangerous creatures. Go on, beast! Tell the king what you heard the fairy say. You're not going to put me back in that box there, are you? Yes. Would you want to join me for a sleepover? Oh, googly goo, that would be so much fun. We could talk about boys and bit on nails and- Quiet, beast. Tell me what our guest said about goblins. Well, all right. I was sneaking around the sewers on my daily walkies, just enjoying the scenery, when I found a really funny-looking hat. It was blue, but it was stained with poo-poo all over it. See, Norman, they're the worst. Get on with it, fiend! Shish, right down to business. Hmm? You buy a guy a saucer of milk first, why don't you? <laughs> Yuck! And uh, hey, you, so I heard the fairies say... Goblins are liars and cheats who love only one thing more than a syrupy pancake. Being a nuisance. <gasps> Did you say this? Well, yes. You must understand, this is before we met you all. Before today, Lady Blackfreeze had never met a goblin before. What about me? Well, I don't really pay attention to you. <laughs> Your hatred of goblin kind made you steal the crown and destroy years of negotiations. Gods, seize the fairy. Now, see here. I am an official representative of the fairy court, and under fairy law, I am protected from... Despite what you sparkling bastards might think, fairy law doesn't extend here. I am innocent! Don't worry, Blackfreeze. I'll, I'll think of something. There is only one response to this insult. The goblins are going to war. Is anyone going to finish her pancakes or...? The hall had been cleared of tables, but the floor remained glossy with syrup. Norman, a sticky borrowed book of goblin law in hand, carefully walked around the hall, retracing his steps, looking for any kind of clue that might save Black Freeze. We entered with the crown, gave it to Stungle Grungle, who put it on the pedestal and closed the curtain. Then we went to the balcony and waved to the crowd before going inside and... Hmm. Whoever stole the crown must have done so in those 15 minutes. The hall was full of goblins, so really any of them could have taken it. Hello, human friend. What's your name? Mine's Rumplewhister. I'm Norman. Shouldn't you be in that box? How'd you get out? Oh, it's so 
boring in there. I get to go on walkies, but sometimes I slip out and sneak around. I love being a little scamp and messing with these goblins during these pancake brekkies. This one was especially fun. <laughs> sneak around? But how did nobody see you? I can go like this and disappear. <laughs> or like this and reappear. That's amazing. So you're a Cheshire cat? No, I'm Rumpelwist, the magic cat. We don't have the rights for Cheshire cat. Oh, well, maybe you can help me avoid a war. War's good for nobody. Apart from the military-industrial complex. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Anyway, did you see anyone touch the crown during breakfast? No, but I did find a cool shoe. A shoe? Stuck in the syrup. It's not uncommon for that to happen. They really need to clean the floors. I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, they really should. Well, so much for evidence. A shoe isn't much to go by. What's going to happen to Black Freeze? Your friend is to be pressed into jelly and then distilled into a syrup for next week's pancake brekkie. The theme is the Roaring Twenties. Oh my god! Isn't it exciting? I get to wear my favorite tie! It's a catastrophe, you know. And it spins. Do you want to see it? It's really quite wonderful. I even got it in blue. No, I mean the punishment. Oh, that, yes, it's brutal, but fair. Fair? I don't think it's fair at all. We don't even know if she's guilty or not. Stungle Grungle says she is, and he's the king. So, she is. That's no system of justice, whatever you were accused. Magicats can't die, silly. When squished, we squeak. And Stungle Grungle is only king during wartime. And the goblins have been at war with the fairies for ages and ages. The return of the crown was going to end the war, but now that we're at war again, he'll continue to have absolute power. Absolute power? Yeah, in times of war, the king gets absolute power. This is the goblin way. That's a pretty strong motivation to keep the war going. And all we have to go on is a shoe covered in syrup. Wait, that's it? Ooh, goody, what is it? Syrup. It's everywhere in the hall, except on the pedestal. You wouldn't want it to get stuck, after all. There's got to be something on it that... Yes, look, a handprint. A goblin-sized handprint with a ring stuck in the syrup. And the ring has some lovely writing on it. S.G. Stungle Grungle. Let me take a look at that shoe. It looks exactly like the one Stungle Grungle was wearing. He... No! Stungle Grungle stole the crown. He wants to keep the war going so he can stay in power. Trevor, where are you going? The execution! I want to get there early to get the best syrup. The execution? I have to stop it. Timmy, lol! My slimy son fell through the storm drain gate again. Mama, I'm falling apart. If only I had a sludge slipper. Are you entirely made of slime? Always slipping through cracks in the sidewalk or other places where a liquid can flow through? Then try sludge slipper. The boot for the slime creature about town. I gotta get back to my business office before the stockholders decide not to do the stock thing. My business day is ruined. With a beautiful gold tip, Sludge Slipper lets you slurp along the sidewalk in complete comfort, safe in the knowledge. 
you won't come apart. Adventure, excitement, souvenirs, and wholesome family fun at the Void of Mystery. Come experience a theme park like no other and dare to ride the contemplation of death. The second oldest wooden roller coaster in the country. My son loved the Void of Mystery. He can't stop talking about the contemplation of death. Far out. Experience any of our 10 mind-bending, soul-scorching mystery houses, or spend time in the lair of the damned, and take a picture with Schkotlop, the hungering. With the largest selection of roller coasters and water rides this side of Fresno, get your mind fractured at the Void of Mystery. Take exit 22 on the 5 and follow signs for mystery. Goblin 2, you think the next pancake breakfast will have sausage? Nah, Goblin 1. They did that last week. It'll be bacon. Oh, right. Halt! Halt! Who goes there? I'm Norman P. Blank, the prisoner's lawyer. I'm sorry, but visiting hours are not never to not know how. <laughs> she is entitled to legal counsel. Says who? Says the law. Well, okay. We can give you five minutes before we have to bring her to the execution vat. Blackfreeze, are you there? Norman, get me out of here. I found evidence that you're innocent. I found a shoe. A shoe? That's your evidence? It's not just any shoe, it's the king's shoe. And I found his ring stuck on the pedestal. He stole the crown. I know it's not much to go on, but with a bit of luck, I think I can make it happen. Shut up, Norman. Knock out the guards, get the keys, and open the door. I'm not about to be squished into jelly. Syrup. But I'm sure if I can just talk to the Goblin King, he will realize the error of his ways and let you go. Peace is good for everyone. Except for the military-industrial complex. Norman, your faith in other people's goodness and decency is going to get me killed. You've got to trust me, Black Freeze. These people are good. Once I present the evidence, they will see the justness of our cause and let you free. Norman, don't be a fool. Even if you prove my innocence, they won't believe you. Sure they will. The goblins will see this as a plot by the fairies to oust their leader. They will never trust fairies, and will swarm to the surface in a wave of sticky destruction. But the law says What that... use is law in war? But we can't just leave him in power, and you would be squished. I hope that it won't come to that. I think we can make a deal with the Goblin King. He ends the war and lets me go, and the fairy court will make sure he stays in power for the rest of his life. Okay, sandwich is done. Time's up. Time to leave, friend. The king wants to see you both. <laughs> Norman, remember what I said. Trust me, Blackfreeze, I'll get you free. Norman was brought to the Goblin King's powder room, decorated with gems fine silk curtains, and lewd paintings. It was only slightly smaller than the pancake hall. The king sat upon a dainty chair stacked with soft cushions. The crown of goblin kind sat on an armoire, glittering brightly and nearly blinding Norman as he entered. Uh, 
My guests, I have been informed by my man-at-arms that you have accused me of stealing the crown. And we have proof. So I've heard. It doesn't matter. My people will never believe you. Your Highness, a war between the fairies and the goblins will be disastrous for both of us. Just think of the cost to your people, all the lives lost to a senseless war. Lives? Norman, people don't die in a goblin war. What? They don't? No, that's crazy. We use non-lethal spells, and when someone is hit, they're out. It's an incredibly sticky affair. Still, the dry-cleaning bills alone can quickly drain a treasury. I will not give up my power. I have built up this society into the well-oiled and hygienic one it is today. Before I came into power, this kingdom was in chaos. The goblins were filthy, violent, and always pushing multi-level marketing schemes. No! No, the war will go on. Surely that isn't necessary. I'm sorry, but I have decided. We will have war. Guards! Your Highness, wait. I refuse to see my friend squished into syrup, so we would like to offer a deal. If you let me go and call an end to the war, the fairy court will hide the evidence and you can continue to rule as Goblin King. But how will I retain power without a war? Why not... why not change the law? Yes, but passing amendments is a very lengthy process. I would be ousted before anything could pass. Then just pretend that it was always in the law code the whole time. No, nobody would know. Are you asking me to lie, Mr. Blank? You have a reputation as an honest, upright fellow committed to justice. I see that all of that was also carefully crafted a lie. I never lied when on a case. Outside of that, I'd say I lied less than the general population. Hmm. Give me the shoe and the ring, and I will let Lady Blackfreeze go. In her place, I'll have them squish a watermelon or something. Maybe a dragon fruit. All right. Here's the shoe and the ring. Good. Now, on with the squishing. But you promised. Oopsie. I lied. Thank you for that lovely idea, Mr. Blank. Now I can stay in power, war or no war. You can't back out of our deal. <laughs> Let's make it two squishings. <laughs> Every goblin in the kingdom was assembled in the town square, their eyes all fixed on the balcony where the squishings would happen. There was a bittersweet energy in the air, a mixture of the solemnity of the execution the anticipation of fresh syrup, and a nearby butterscotch factory whose vents were on the fritz. Now bring out the prisoners! Behold, the ones who stole our precious crown! It is goblin tradition for you to say any last words before execution. Make it quick. Keep it together, Norman. <laughs> Norman, I've got this. My goblin friends, I have been accused of stealing the crown of goblin kind. I ask you, why would I do such a thing? I have always desired peace between our peoples. We are cousins, children of the Fae. 
Why should I take the crown then? <laughs> Typical fairy lies. Lies? You lied to your people. It was your king, Stungle Grungle, who stole the crown. He wishes to remain in power through this deception. Where's the proof? I found a shoe. The king's shoe stuck to the ground right next to the pedestal holding the crown. <laughs> then why do I still have two shoes? And I found his ring on the pedestal. Please, you must believe me. Desperate lies from a depraved man. Put them into the press. Goodbye, Mr. Blank, Lady Blackford. I look forward to pouring you on pancakes. Well, we tried, Black Freeze. I'm sorry, Norman. I should never have suggested making that deal. Yeah, you shouldn't have. If only we had a witness. Did you say witness? Ooh. <gasps> The beast! It escaped! Rumplewhister! Oh, hello! Get that creature away from me! Magicat, you can turn invisible. Were you in the pancake hall when the crown was stolen? Yuppity yup yuppers, I sure was. Yuppity yup 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 yuppers. Yuppity yup 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 I sure was. But you were locked away in your iron prison. Oh, I love playing the prisoner game. It's so fun going in and out of the bars over and over again. I love these breakfasts and always make sure to come super early. It's always great. Today ended in a fun chant. Wah, 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 we're going to war, yeah, yeah. If you were there, did you see the Goblin King before the feast? Oh, yeah, he was stealing the golden circle thingy. <gasps> Lies! No, no, this beast is in cahoots with the Upworlders. You know, the creature can record events perfectly. If there was any infallible account, it would be one from me, Rumpelwister, his best friend ever. Let me show you what I saw. <laughs> now that I have stolen the crown, I can convince all those stupid goblins to keep me in power forever. <laughs> I'm so clever. And those goblins are so stupid. No, I'm fake. You can't think that your beloved king would say those things, right? Oh no, they're devolving into chaos. Say what you have done. You've destroyed the entire society and any chance of peace. Wait, what's happening? They're... they're calming down. The people are agreed. The war is called off, and Stungle Grunkle is banished because he's a stinky liar. Banished? But, but I am your beloved leader. What are you going to do without me? We've decided to become an anarcho-communist collective. We have basically been one for a long time. You're not really active in politics, to be honest. Yeah, you stink. Take him away. <laughs> this won't be the last you see of me, Mr. Blank. I'll get you, even if it takes a few seasons, unless the writer forgets about me. And our upworlder friends, you are free to go. Go with the thanks of all goblin kind for your help in bringing justice to our people. Your kindness comforts me, my new goblin friends. But I cannot leave without saying this. We were ready to lie to you. About the crown, about the war, about everything to keep Stungle Grungle in power and me from being squished. If not for... God, I'm going to regret this. 
if not for the Magicat. Me, Rumpelwister. Yeah, that. If not for him, we would have been killed, and Stungle Grungle would have remained in power. Ooh, that's really terrible. This execution sucks. You're both banished too. Norman and Lady Blackfreeze were pushed by many sticky hands into an elevator and returned to the surface. The bright San Francisco sun lanced into Norman's eyes as they rose above ground. Blackfreeze, that was very brave of you. How did you know that they wouldn't execute us when you told the truth? I didn't. But I trusted them. Goblins are smarter than I thought. Perhaps giving people the benefit of the doubt isn't such a naive thing to do. Well, maybe not all the time. People lie, and I should take a page from your book and be a bit more skeptical of people's motives. Be less naive. Don't lose all of it, Norman. Your faith in people has transformed the city. It's been amazing to see. But, yeah, you got to stop being a doormat. Yeah. <sighs> David? <sighs> Did I... Did I miss the pancakes? Next time on the occult adventures of Norman P. Blank, things get hot in Tabasco Terror. Is that Tabasco sauce? No! No! I'll tell you everything! Ah! Until next time! The Occult Adventures of Norman P. Blank is brought to you by the vocal stylings of Anna Brown, Art Brown, Brandon Brooks, Cameron Rose, Courtney Reese, Desiree Foster, Dylan Ballardinelli, Jordan Stidham, Kevin Victor Ray, and Will Mercer. This has been a Laughing Skull audio production.